Good morning, everybody, and welcome to our live coverage of the Bernie Sanders rally at Brooklyn College right here on WBAI New York, 99.5 FM, and streaming live on WBAI.org. I'm Celeste Katz. I'm usually the co-host of Driving Forces here on BAI on Thursdays at 5, but I'm here with you today for special programming on the senator's big speech right here in the city where he grew up. So I'd love to hear from you about what you're expecting to get out of this speech, what you're not. We will be taking your calls later in the program, so make sure that you have our number here at WBAI. It's 212-209-2877. That's 212-209-2877. like to know what you think about Bernie getting into the race. Do you think he can defeat Donald Trump, or is there a better man or woman or woman for that job? Um, Give us a call, uh, 212-209-2877. And we're going to have some special guests to help us break it down today. But in the meantime, I would also like to take one moment here to remind you that we are in the middle of our winter pledge drive. And you can really help us out. You can help keep uh, WBAI on the air with non-commercial, non-corporate programming. Just give us a call, 516-620-3602. That's 516-620-3602. You can also give by going to give to, that's the number two, give to WBAI.org online. You can even donate in the name of a program if you would like to donate in the name of uh, a program that I do do with uh, Jeff Simmons called Driving Forces. We're on Thursdays at five. We'd be very happy, but you can uh, you can become a sustaining member. You can give um, as what we call here a BAI buddy and give a recurring donation uh, every month. You can give as as little as $10, $5, whatever you can afford. You can be a one-time donor as well, but we really, really would appreciate your support. So again, that number, 516-620-3602. You can even text WBAI to 41444, 41444. And you can become a donor that way. so uh, we are going to get ready here to have uh, uh, to have our first guest on, uh, but uh, we are. I think he's actually calling my cell phone, which is interesting. So hopefully he will uh, he will call. Actually, you know what? I'm going to tell him to call the studio. Am I allowed to do this on the air? I'm about to. Hey Arthur, if you're calling me on my cell phone, call the studio number, or we're going to call you back. So he says he says he somebody just called him so he's going to call I think he's going to call back. So Arthur, 
Turn off your radio. Call into the studio. You have the number, or we can call you back. Um, I think, actually, we're going to try to call you back now. So um, we'll see if this is going to work out. But, again, uh, you're listening to WBAI New York, 99.5 FM, streaming live at WBAI.org. I'm Celeste Katz. I'm your host today for live coverage of the Bernie Sanders rally out at Brooklyn College today. And I thought it'd be uh, good while we were getting ready to uh, getting ready to hear about this, just to give you a little bit of a walk up from uh, the Associated Press, because I think what we're hearing today is that Bernie Sanders is going to be taking a very different approach to um, to the campaign than what he uh, than what he did back in. Uh, 2016 when he was competing for the the Democratic nomination against Hillary Clinton. And uh, although he's been a senator from Vermont for quite a long time, uh, actually, of course, you know, Bernie grew up right here in Brooklyn. He grew up in a a rent-controlled apartment. He has uh, certainly has the accent to prove that he's a a Brooklyn boy. And so um, there's an interesting piece here in the AP. Before we go to our first guest, I'm just going to give you the top of it, which will set us up a little bit for um, not only some questions in advance, of the speech, but uh, for the speech itself. So this is uh, this is uh, from the Associated Press. A young civil rights activist named Bernard Sanders was arrested and dragged off to jail for protesting school segregation on the South Side of Chicago in the summer of 1963. Most voters didn't learn about that episode until photos surfaced in late February 2016, almost 10 months into the Vermont senator's first presidential campaign. Sanders had been struggling to win over African-American voters, but his topsy-turvy campaign team didn't know such powerful evidence of his civil rights bona fides exists until five days before South Carolina's primary. Sanders lost the Southern contest, which is heavily influenced by the black vote, by almost 50 points. As he launches his second presidential campaign this weekend, Sanders and his team are determined not to repeat the same mistake. The 77-year-old self-described Democratic Socialist will hold high-profile rallies in Brooklyn and Chicago, where he'll open up about his working-class roots and early activism, including the arrest, as he tries to prove he's learned from his 2016 stumbles. So we are now going to go to uh, one of our very own uh, one of our very own hosts here on WBAI. That would be Arthur Schwartz. He's the host of Advocating for Justice, which you hear on BAI Mondays at five. Uh, he's been involved in Occupy Wall Street. Uh, he's represented New York Black Lives Matter, the Black Institute, and other progressive groups. He's been a longtime Democratic district leader in the Village and. He was New York counsel to Bernie Sanders in 2016 and a convention delegate. So, Arthur, it's a pleasure to uh, have you here to uh, talk about Bernie Sanders, a guy, obviously, uh, that you know pretty well. Uh, well, you know, I'm, uh, I'm standing out here at Brooklyn College. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been out here since 8 o'clock this morning. It's cold. Um, there is, there are, there's a huge crowd, as Bernie would say, uh, and... The lines still, it was, it was scheduled to start at 11. There are still lines of people that go blocks and blocks and blocks and blocks along, uh, despite the weather, um, to see Bernie speak. Uh, it's a very lively group. This is uh, uh, a fairly astounding turnout. Um, you know, and, uh, and this, is a, this is actually the launch. He decided to launch his campaign at Brooklyn College. Not, he didn't do it in Vermont. This is really the first official speech of his 2020 campaign, and um, you know there's a 
amazing amount of energy and uh, and interest and people here from all over the metropolitan area. So uh, tell me a little bit about what the what the people look like. What kinds of people are showing up for this rally? Well, um, it's uh, in terms of age it, age demographics. I'd say it's it's across the board. Um, uh, young uh, people in their twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, sixties are out here. Um, I would say that it is probably mostly white mm-hmm. um, and I guess that's my two my two observations are you getting can you get a sense looking down the line if it's uh, uh, an even split between men and women or leans more one oh, way or definitely the other? yeah the, I mean the myth of the Bernie bro mm-hmm. um, no it's 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 in fact, I'd say there's more women here than there are men. Oh, that's interesting. Um, uh, and I don't really think, having been active in Bernie's campaign in 2016, I think that the, the Bernie bro uh, thing was a, uh, a mythology uh, created by the Clinton campaign, because um, most of the people that I worked with were women, and then in the delegation, of course, we had to have, it had to be 50% um male and 50% female and people who ran, people who served. So, um, but this, this line is not just a bunch of guys okay. uh, coming out for a frat party. <laughs> uh, well, it's interesting to me uh, about, about that. And, um, you know, it's, are people holding signs? Do people look, are they, are they, it's, it's pretty snowy out there. And I saw that the uh, security was going to be very heavy as well. What was it like sort of getting into uh, this scene and, and how are people uh, spending their time in this very long line? Well, there are, um, a lot of people have signs. A lot of them are, are um, remanufactured 2016 signs. Um, there are uh, people walking up and down the lines, uh, like I, that's one of the things I've been doing is registering people to vote. Oh, great! Uh, um, uh, making sure that people who are registered as no party um, or independents uh, are registered as Democrats, so they can vote in the primary. Uh, there are people signing up people to volunteer. So, so there's been a lot of a lot of action uh, up and down the line. There is heavy security. Uh, everybody going in is being is, is having their bags checked. It's not like they're going through a metal detector. Mm-hmm. But Bernie's running for president, so they do that at at, at these kind of rallies. Uh, there's a very big press pre- presence, um, and um, uh, the warm up music just stopped, and there's some chanting. And I can't actually tell you how many people are here yet mm-hmm. um, because the line is still is still just literally uh around this entire quad of brooklyn college like from one end from one side of the quad to the other uh i wonder what time there, people there started were, lining up this morning i wonder if it was one of those people things were where, lining up i got here at eight wow i got here at eight and there were people online already there were probably 300 people 300 people that came out to volunteer mm-hmm. um so um, they all were, you know, out doing, you know, assigned to their positions. And then um, the people who were going up and down the lines doing voter registration uh, started doing it. But the line, people were online at 8 o'clock this morning. 
Wow. Um, so, um, and the mood looks. Uh, tell tell us about the about the mood. You know, we want to feel like we're there with you. It's very enthusiastic. It's you know, uh, the, it's music playing right now. You can hear it in the background. Um, and when the song ended, you know, people were chanting "Bernie, Bernie, Bernie" and waving. Everybody's. I guess looks like they've been giving out blue Bernie 2020 signs so people can update their uh, their sign collection. Um, and uh, um, and one, other, one, one, new, one new wrinkle, there's a big presence here, uh, I, I noted, of the Democratic Socialists of America. There's a button, uh, uh, a socialist for Bernie 2020, using the Bernie insignia. There's a lot of people wearing those, uh, those buttons. And oh, I that's guess, so uh, interesting. Interesting. I guess being a socialist is going to be more um, <laughs> a more popular position since these days uh, Donald Trump is staked out um, attacking, and I, I think he will attack Bernie, uh, you know, for that uh, because of uh, the um, the popularity of AOC and people coming out and saying you know, that they're all these candidates coming out and saying they're socialists and. Uh, so there was lots, lots of that, but it's a very enthusiastic group. This is not a curious group. This is a supporter group. Okay, well, that's and that's very interesting. And by the way, if you're just joining us here, uh, this is WBAI New York, 99.5 FM, and we're streaming live at WBAI.org. I'm Celeste Katz. I'm speaking right now with Arthur Schwartz, who is a, uh, a host here as well at WBAI, in addition to having been a delegate for Bernie Sanders at the 2016 Democratic National Convention in Philadelphia. And we are awaiting the start of the Bernie Sanders rally right at Brooklyn College, not a place that he's unfamiliar with right either brooklyn or brooklyn college specifically right right arthur right he grew up in brooklyn and i think he did his freshman year at brooklyn college mm-hmm. and then transferred to the university of chicago um and um i want to go back just for one second because you said something interesting uh about how they have these new uh democratic socialist pins <clears throat> pardon me uh, uh democratic socialist for bernie is that socialist what they say for bernie oh okay Socialists for Bernie. Socialists for Bernie. So clearly right. that's uh, literally people wearing this uh, uh, proudly on their chests. And you mentioned that this is uh, possible or it's already, frankly, a line of attack from Donald Trump and the Republicans. So as somebody who worked with uh, closely worked with the Bernie Sanders campaign in 2016, uh, how do you feel about that? People sort of uh, brandishing this idea of, hey, you know, we're out here, we're socialists, and we are for Bernie Sanders for president. Well, you know, I think, I mean, Bernie's campaign in 2016 was mostly around his various proposals, which have now become mainstream Democratic mantra, you know, Medicare for all and free tuition and, uh, you know, raising the, the, the marginal tax rates. And uh, he ran on that. And there wasn't a lot of discussion about him being a socialist. But I think among a lot of young people, it's uh, it, it seems to be a, a, a rallying point. And I think we're going to hear more about it, at least in the organizing that goes on among, among young people. And it also looks to me like uh, the DSA, which... Um, has had some some significant growth in the last couple of years. Um, uh, it seems like uh, they're out in force supporting Bernie already. It's what's really odd about this.
campaign as compared to last time mm-hmm. is that I I recall meeting in November 2015, which was only two months before the Iowa caucus, and there was just a small sort of ragtag group of people that were supporting Bernie in New York, mostly people out of the labor movement, and um, who were like scrounging around to find enough people to run for delegates. Mm. Uh, in they had to start petitioning in January, and here it is. Only March 2019, and the campaign is already underway. It's very different than 2000 and, uh, the 2015 to 16 campaign. Um, it's, it's going to be a long slog, and um, uh, it's going to be fascinating that people are already uh, already lining up, supporting candidates, getting enthusiastic about candidates, volunteering for candidates. And uh, a lot more is going to develop, I think, than you've been. Uh, I, I just heard one of the reports was about how Bernie's staff uh, discovered that he got arrested for civil disobedience, um, supporting uh, integration in Chicago. Yes. And they didn't discover it until like nine days before the South Carolina primary. I, I don't think this is, this is not going to be a, a campaign where a lot of unknowns are going on uh, as we're rolling through the 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 primary season, but um, uh, it's going to be everybody's going to know where everybody's at, and positions are going to be developed way ahead of time. It's going to be fascinating. And as we're here talking to Arthur Schwartz, who is at Brooklyn College, where we are awaiting the start of the Bernie Sanders kickoff rally, we'd like to hear from you. Are you going to be listening to Bernie today, and how do you feel about him getting into the race? Our number here is two one two two zero nine. Two eight seven seven two one two two zero nine two eight seven seven. Give us a call here at WBAI. Let us know what you think about Bernie Sanders, about people uh, proudly uh, showing their uh, their socialist uh, their socialist leanings here at, at this rally of Bernie coming back home to uh, to where it all started here in a in a rent controlled apartment in uh, in Brooklyn, New York. Give us a call two one two two zero nine. Two eight seven seven, and um, Arthur, I was just—I was actually just thinking that this must be very different, as you said, very different for you as somebody who supported Bernie in the last campaign when there was uh, you know, this sort of Hillary Clinton juggernaut when everything seemed to be supposedly, supposedly right, was going to be all uh, all very straightforward, and and Hillary Clinton was going to just sail to this nomination or coronation, whatever you want to call it. I mean, what's it like to see that Bernie's back in the game and raised something like ten million bucks in the first week? Right. Uh, yeah, it's very different, and uh, and uh, and the two differences uh, here this time is that uh, well, I mean the the the, the mainstream media, um, the fake press. Uh, uh, has has been shooting at Bernie from the January as soon as Kamala Harris uh, or uh, Elizabeth Warren was the first one out of the gate. Um, the first week in January, the, the New York Times had several articles. Uh, one sa- talking about some some uh, staff who had, uh, engaged in sexual harassment in 2016, and then um, you know. Other other articles talking about how um, um, Bernie's not going to have traction in the black community and it's still his uh, uh, his weakness. And then uh, there was a, just before he announced, there was an article 
uh, in the Times about how, um, you know, most people think his, um, his uh, you know, he's finished. His support is, is a thing of the past. And, uh, and then he turned around in the first week and collected $10 million from, mm. like, almost a half a million people. And thir- the Times then reported that 35% of those were new contributors. Right. So that is, um, that is a, a good show of, of, of fresh blood. This is not people, uh, this is not just diehards that are, that are getting involved in this campaign. Um, we have a bunch of people, actually, Arthur, if you want to um, uh, stand by or we can get back to you in a little bit. Do you want to yeah, take some of these? Yeah, why don't we do that? Because I'm going to step inside. It looks like the last of the, the lines are finally going through oh, and okay. I'm going to go get they're going to let me in the press section. Okay, awesome. Uh, so uh, okay. uh, have a, have a uh, take good notes for us about everything you, you see and hear uh, okay. and feel and smell and touch. All right. All right, Talk thank to you. Later. Hey, we're just talking right. to Arthur Schwartz. He was a uh, uh, 2016 delegate for Bernie Sanders and is a host here on WBAI. We have a bunch of phone calls coming in. Thank you for calling 212-209-2877. We're going to go to your calls right now. WBAI, you're on the air. What's your name and where are you from? My name is Dorothy, and I'm from Little Neck, Queens. Okay, Little Dorothy. Neck. Thanks for calling in. What's, what are you thinking about Bernie Sanders this, uh, this morning? Well, I'm very delighted that he's running again, but I have a question. Sure. I think that it's very difficult. I know I just heard Arthur Schwartz mm-hmm. address some of that, but it, it seems that the press won't really follow him properly. <laughs> And uh, I, I hope that he doesn't uh, succumb, uh, well, I guess, to the Democratic uh, establishment. That's my question. Do you think that it's possible for him to win? Oh, okay. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, Dorothy, for your question. And we really appreciate it. Um, we are... Look, we are going into a completely different ballgame than what was going on, I think, in, in 2016. Bernie Sanders at the time was sort of this insurgent. He was an underdog. And as I was talking about with uh, Arthur Schwartz a little bit earlier, uh, it looked at the time, at least somewhat early on, that once Hillary Clinton got into the, uh, got into the arena, she was just going to walk away with the nomination. Now, that really, really, really did not happen. I can... Uh, and tell you personally from being outside uh, the venue of the Democratic National Convention in Philadelphia with thousands of people, literally thousands of people who were camped out there and were big Bernie supporters uh, from having been on the floor of the convention and, and talking to people who were extremely emotional right up until the very end about Bernie Sanders and wanting to see him as the nominee were, were really um, – Tensions were really high. Passions were really inflamed. And there were still a lot of people after that that said, you know, Bernie or bust, that they were not going to support Hillary Clinton. And whether or not that contributed in some way to her defeat by Donald Trump, or she certainly had other problems with her campaign. But I think we are seeing a very different race. Do I think it's possible that Bernie could win? Sure, I think it's possible. Certainly Donald Trump has no shortage of problems. Do I also think that it's hard to beat an incumbent president? I think that as well. But we're going to go to more of your calls right now, 212-209-2877-WBAI. You're on the air. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hold on. Oh, I was turning the radio off. Hi, my name is Caitlin Ohini, and I'm from Cold Spring, New York. Hi, Caitlin. Hi. What's going on today? What's uh, what's on your mind with Bernie Sanders? 
I love Bernie Sanders. I have supported him from the moment he first got into the race. And um, his platform of um, health care and education really spoke to me. I'll never forget needing, needing um, emergency surgery while in Ireland. And the, um, the doctor actually visited me at my hotel, the surgeon did. And when he was leaving, I said, um, I haven't received a bill. He goes, what are you talking about? Healthcare is free in this country. Mm. Lie down, relax, focus on getting healthy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's a, a very un-American experience, perhaps? I, and I said to him, I said, wait, 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 I'm American. He goes, it doesn't matter. Wow. You are in our country. Focus on getting healthy. <laughs> So that's I'm so, I'm sorry about the surgery, but I'm I'm glad that at least that part of it sounds like kind of a, a more pleasant experience than you might have here in the United States. Well, you know, when Bernie started running first, you know, and he began promoting free health care, that's exactly the experience that I went to, and um, I listened more and more to him. I immediately began donating, and I've donated again. I'm donating donating right now for him. Mm-hmm. Um, People say the argument against Bernie is that his is his age. Right. And I think, wait a minute. Age brings wisdom. Hmm. Age brings experience. And age also, he can surround himself with these wonderful Democrats, Kamala Harris and Cory Booker and all that. He can put them on his cabinet. <laughs> That's a, that's an interesting point, and uh, uh, thank you, Caitlin. I really appreciate it, and thank you for sharing your story with us. An interesting point there about the difference between healthcare experiences in the United States and abroad. Certainly, Bernie Sanders is going to be talking a lot about uh, healthcare as he did in the last campaign, maybe even more this time. So, uh, what do you think about Caitlin's point there? Uh, is Bernie Sanders just old enough, or too old, or maybe not <laughs> not old enough? Uh, that would be a tough sell. Two one two two zero. 92877 WBAI, you're on the air. What's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, my name is Jack. I'm the other Jack from Brooklyn. I'm a longtime listener to WBAI. Hi, other I Jack. I just wanted to make a comment about the uh, show that was on the uh, uh, hour that you're on uh, Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're on Thursday, and this was on uh, Friday afternoon. It was an extended hour with uh, Howard Jordan, and I really have a lot of respect for Howard. Mm-hmm. But the guest had said something that I found to be really offensive. He was going on and on about how politicians that you know keep their job and then run for Congress or run for uh, city council, I guess, or mayor or governor or even president, do so while they keep their job. And I would just like to remind Mr. Barrera, Mr. Herrera, that uh, Bernie Sanders raised twenty-seven dollars times hundreds of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did not fund his election by his salary as a senator, nor from his criminal endeavor like Mr. Trump did. Mm, okay. Thank you. Thank you, Jack. Really appreciate your call. And we are still taking your calls. The countdown clock is ticking towards Bernie Sanders uh, opening up his event at Brooklyn College here, but we're going to keep taking your calls as long as we can. You're listening to WBAI. You're on the air. What's your name and where are you from? My name is Matt. Um, I'm from the Catskill Mountains. Great. Hey, Matt. I vote in the Catskill Mountains. But anyway, hi. Hey, what's, um, uh, yeah. what's, up, what's on your mind today? Um, I'm wondering about these people who are wearing Socialists of America or Socialists for Bernie 
buttons. Mm -hmm. Uh, Are they legit? Because, you know, the Republicans would love to uh, paint uh, Bernie Sanders as kind of a uh, Venezuelan or, you know, uh, you know, a uh, yeah, kind of a left wing nut type. You know, not not reliable you know, to, to run him down. You're saying to to uh, to discredit no, uh, him. In terms, of, in terms of socialism, they yeah. want to demonize socialism, and right. they don't distinguish between sort of Scandinavian socialism and uh, and state planned economies like the Soviet Union or or Venezuela. So, I would you might want to have a little discussion with these guys who are wearing the button. Oh, you think they might be? You think they might be like plants or something, like uh, ringers? Absolutely, could be because that's what the Republicans want to do. They want to paint Bernie as a guy who's going to take away. He's going to end public enterprise, private enterprise, uh, private ownership. Um, That's what that's their um, strategy. That's a, um, an interesting point. I, I didn't. Uh, I, I guess I look. There's all's uh, all's fair in uh, love, war, and politics, maybe, but maybe not. Look, the idea that uh, the socialism or the this red scare, red baiting, red menace thing could be used against Bernie Sanders. Sure, the Republicans are already using it. Uh, CPAC, the uh, big conservative young conservatives gathering, is going on right now just outside of Washington D.C. in National Harbor, Maryland, and. Uh, uh, you know, everybody from uh, from all over the map there on the uh, conservative side of the spectrum really going after this idea of of socialism uh, being this threat to the republic. So uh, what do you think of that? Do you think uh, Bernie is uh, doing the right thing by leaning into this? Now he's a front runner before he was an underdog. Now he, he may be, you know, the guy at the at the top of the uh, uh, the attention of uh, of the Democratic voting public, let us know, 212-209-2877, WBAI. You're on the air. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, thank you. Yes, um, I also helped in Bernie's campaign very much, actually, in the Bronx, but also much more in Westchester. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I, I have to tell you I'm very concerned about, and I was concerned about your terminology of left-wing nuts, when the former caller mentioned Venezuela. Yeah, just to, Venezuela. just to be clear, I am not characterizing Bernie Sanders or anybody as an anything wing nut, but just we were talking about the idea that people would try to be running uh, Bernie Sanders and uh, the idea of socialism down as a political tactic. Right. It just is not the right wording, especially because Venezuela is being demonized. Mm-hmm. And... The fact is that no, very few people know the real facts of Venezuela in the United States. Mm-hmm. So it's just not a good way to, not good words to use. And the gentleman seems to think that that's not a good democracy. It is actually one of the best in the world. Yeah. Um, the fact that, you know, I'm very disappointed in Bernie because, yes, I'm happy he may represent the 99% in the United States. Mm-hmm. But let's not be hypocrites. Represent the 99% also in other countries. Venezuela represents the 99%. Bernie spoke out against Venezuela. He's representing the 1%, the fascist elite that want to make the country into nothing but giant corporations. Hmm. So, you know, the fact that the elite didn't go to 
didn't step up to run because the United States, which was the ones um, telling them, don't run, don't run. Why? Because they wanted to try to use that, which they've been doing, Mm. which a lot of people on the left have been buying into. They wanted to show that by the, uh, the elite not even coming close because they never ran. So they use that as a political move to show that there's no democracy. They decided never to run. There were other parties that ran. Mm -hmm. Maduro won by 68%. Mm -hmm. There were other parties, but they didn't represent the elite because when the elite wanted to run, the United States told them, don't run. Well, I think this was all part of the machinations to make Venezuela look as non-democratic. Mm-hmm. So because they have a different democracy of, yes, they don't believe in corporate-run companies, it doesn't mean they're a scam. It doesn't mean that they're a bad democracy. Well, they're certainly, look, I mean, democracy. there's there's a question now of, of how, of uh, you know, there were some suggestions that, uh, the you know, I should say that it was a, a legitimate election that, the, you know, is the U.S. Uh, incorrectly intervening in the electoral process of another nation because it's not in line with our tradition or our interest? That is a question that I'll be interested personally to see if Bernie Sanders uh, speaks about that. But I'm also interested because uh, I think that uh, you raise a, a good question, a bigger question, as a matter of fact, which is where is Bernie Sanders on foreign policy? Uh, Beyond Venezuela, we certainly know him to be somebody who does not believe in being the world's policeman. But what do you think about Bernie Sanders as far as his experience, as far as his track record on foreign relations when it comes to, say, Russia or Cuba or uh, uh, the Middle East? Uh, you know, let us know. 212-209-2877. You're listening to WBAI, and we are looking forward to the beginning of the Bernie Sanders rally right here in New York at Brooklyn College. And we are still taking your calls, 212-209-2877-WBAI. You're on the air. What's your name and where you're from? Hello? Yes, hi, you're on the air. What's your name and where you're from? Yes. Uh, my name is Marianne Preston, and I'm calling from uh, Manhattan. I've been a longtime supporter of Bernie Sanders. I used to give money to his things even when he was a representative. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a senator, and of course I worked on his last campaign here in New York City with a group of Democratic Socialists that live in my neighborhood on the Upper West Side. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thrilled that he's running again. Uh, of course I will support him again, mm-hmm. and um, just happy. Both my husband and I voted for him, and mm-hmm. I got friends to vote for him in the last election. And um, I believe in everything he has to say about education, health care. I am a registered nurse, which I worked for many, many years. Mm -hmm. Saw how difficult it was for a lot of people to pay uh, their bills at the hospital and so on and so forth because they didn't have insurance. Mm -hmm. I have a daughter right now who lives in Louisiana. Her husband is a businessman, and they have to buy their insurance for the three of them. Right. 
it's costing fortunes. I mean, they're not that rich. So, so, so as somebody, uh, and it's, I'm sorry, is it, is it Marianne or Miriam? Marianne. Marianne, okay. Um, so Marianne, you know, as somebody who supported Bernie in 2016, enthusiastically, it sounds like, you know, being a donor and following his, uh, following his career there. Um, what do you hope will be different about his campaign this time around. You know, he ran into trouble in some respects, uh, you might say. People have said, for example, that his campaign was maybe not big enough to really handle how much interest, um, that he didn't maybe connect with enough different kinds of people. He certainly got a lot of people very, very excited about some of his ideas. But looking at what happened uh, in the 2016 race, what, do you, what pitfalls are you kind of hoping he may avoid this time? Um, well, I don't know. I just recently heard about this misogynistic uh, thing. I haven't do anything about it at that time. He needs to pay more attention to the people in his campaign. He needs to speak Make sure he's, uh, I'm married to a, a black man, so mm-hmm. make sure he's speaking, but he is a socialist, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, then um, he needs to make sure he um, uh, talks more to them and brings more of them. And I think there's a lot of young people now that are interested because they're realizing how much it costs for health care in this country, even with the uh, Obamacare. I mean, I have Medicare, mm-hmm. and I you know, but I, refu- I, I, I can't stand insurance companies, to tell you the truth. We need to get rid of them. Well, I think oh, that I had I... the same experience as a previous worker where I was in Italy and had to go to an emergency room. Oh, really? And as I, as I finally, after hours and hours of being there, mm-hmm. um, they let me, were going to let me go home. So I was giving them my credit card, and they said, oh, no, you don't have to pay for this. Wow, so that's a that's a very interesting uh, that's a very interesting point. And, and uh, Marianne, we really appreciate your call from the Upper West Side. Uh, we would like to hear from you again. We are awaiting. We should be coming up pretty soon. These things never start on time, as you know. But uh, we are here at WBAI ninety nine point five FM and streaming live at WBAI.org. I'm Celeste Katz. I'm your host for today's live coverage of the Bernie Sanders rally at Brooklyn College. This is a big campaign kickoff. And we are uh, very, very glad to be taking your calls. Uh, What do you want to hear from Bernie Sanders today? What do you hope he'll do differently or say differently or be differently? Maybe nothing. But uh, what do you want to what do you want to see him do to knock Donald Trump out if you want him to be the nominee? 212-209-2877 is our number. WBAI, you're on the air. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Asar. I'm from uh, the village of Harlem, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I would like to say this. I pray to the gods that Bernie Sanders wins, and he takes as his running mate Sister Alexander Cortez, and I'm a follower of uh, and a deep reader of Karl Marx mm-hmm. and Frederick Engels. Mm-hmm. I would love to see that theory, that ideology put in practice in North America as Lenin and Trotsky put it into effect in the Soviet Union. And basically, that's all I have to say. Okay, so thank you very much for uh, for calling in. So just, I guess, the ideas here uh, with uh, some currency here, the ideas of Das Kapital or uh, the writings of Marx and Engels. Interesting to to hear a specific reference to those. Uh, again, our number 212-209-2877. What do you think Bernie Sanders needs to do to win 
if that's what you want, let us know. DAI, you're on the air. What's your name and where you're from? Hey, good morning. My name is Rick. Good morning. And um, I did give money to Bernie the last time. And I'm kind of a libertarian social... I, I'm a union activist, but I'm also a life member of the NRA. And one of the things that I think happens is that we get these coalitions. And let me be specific and quick. Okay. When Bernie was in Vermont, he was a big supporter of the Second Amendment. Yes, he in was. the traditional sense. Of course. That the people's right. I don't have to get into it. And now he's he's kind of kind of joined into this coalition which has issues that don't really affect workers. Now, like I said, I'm a union activist and let me tell you something. Most of the people I work with are traditional families. You can call me a bigot, you can call me a racist, but that's the reality. And a lot of these hot-button issues that seem to, for whatever reason, be dividing people up um, on the left and the right, I see them as a very Machiavellian ploy to make sure that the electorate does not join together to do what's right for everybody. And unfortunately, a lot of people buy into it because they don't have the time, nor do they have the understanding of what Machiavelli said. Um, I just wish he would stick to the economic issues and not come up with these smorgasbords of, you know, look, the reality is I have friends who are gay. I have family members who are gay. Mm -hmm. I could care less. Nobody really cares about these tiny weird little things or not weird little things that people do. The big issue is the average wages in the country have gone down. The middle class is being destroyed. And Donald Trump did address a lot of the middle class issues, whether or not he did it effectively whether or not he brought a lot of vitriol into it, that's all open for debate. But by focusing on crazy stuff like, you know, getting rid of fossil fuels, look, I have solar on my house and okay. I have a word-burning stove. But when, when people buy into pie in the sky like the Green New Deal, what it does is it's going to effectively destroy any chance that people have to get better wages, and I, I, I'm going to watch it happen, and it's going to occur. Okay, well, that's, workers a, that's are a, not winning. That's an interesting point, and uh, thank you, Rick, for for bringing that up. That was uh, well. So that actually brings us to another question, and we do want to hear from you. I'm Celeste Katz. You're listening to WBAI, and we are awaiting the beginning of the Bernie Sanders rally right here in New York at Brooklyn College. And uh, what do you think about what Rick just said, that if if they start, if uh, Bernie Sanders or the Democrats start pushing things like the Green New Deal, are, are people going to be turned off? Is that uh, too far to the left? Is that pie in the sky? Is that a is that a, a deal breaker? Uh, let us know. 212-209-2877. What do you want Bernie Sanders to focus on today and all the way up to the election in 2016? BAI, you're on the air. What's your name and where you're from? Hi, um, my name is Charles from Staten Island. You guys have a great job, and I just want to thank everyone at the radio station. Uh, first off, before we go any further, thank you. Um, and I'd just like to add, I have nothing against Bernie, but I just think that whoever's going to be running has to know science, because we can see so many different things: how we're being treated biochemically, let's say, with all the drugs and things like that, with our Earth with the temperatures and things that are happening. And I just feel someone who has a diversity, I think, is what I would need. Not, no disrespect now. Not somebody who has a 1.4, 1.3, and I might be conservative on this number, billion-dollar plane that was given by the drug companies 
So I wasn't really sure how to take that and where he would stand and at what point he may or may not turn. I just think whoever's going to be running, probably if they weren't representing as being so political, I would I would feel happy about that. I'm just going to leave it like that, and I'll listen on the rest. God okay. bless America. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you, Charles, from Staten Island. And uh, glad to hear that we're getting uh, an array of opinions here. It's always good to know that that BAI is someplace that people feel they can go and people can get into a discussion, a debate that uh, not all of us think the same way, that we can have a, an intellectual but polite, uh, friendly, serious, and passionate discussion here. Uh, Bernie Sanders is our topic today. Of course, we are awaiting um, we are waiting the start of his comments at Brooklyn College. Give us a call, 212-209-2877. The board is lit up. And by the way, just one thing, there is another number that I hope you call today, 516 620 Three six zero two. Bernie Sanders is not the only one who wants your support. We are in the middle of our winter pledge drive here at WBAI. So if you're enjoying the programming and you like non-corporate, non-commercial radio that focuses on local issues, focuses on your neighborhood, focuses on the politics and arts and culture and social issues that you care about that affects your life, Please give us a call. Please pledge uh, in any amount that you can spare. We will be very grateful. There are a lot of people who are working here who are donating their time because we really believe in the mission of Community Radio. 516-620-3602. You can also go online and go to Give2. That's the number two, Give2WBAI.org. Or you can text WBAI to four one. Four four four, and we have some more callers coming in. And WBAI, you're on the air. Where are you calling from? What's your name? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What's your name? Who am I talking with? Uh, my name is Mark. I'm from Norwalk, Connecticut. Okay, Mark. What's uh, what are you thinking about Bernie Sanders today? Well, I, I, you you could you could wind up seeing a replay of what you saw in 2016. Uh, you know, Bernie Sanders supposedly represents that element of the of the so-called Democratic Party, which it really is not a party. It's, it's, it, the Democrats and Republicans are no longer parties. There's just they're just denominations of the single major party that exists in this country called the corporate state. Sanders and Trump in 2016 represented a so-called backlash to the establishment. And so when you go back to 2016, the DNC did its job. They made sure Sanders wasn't going to win it. The RNC obviously did not do their job, and Trump got in. However, interestingly about Trump, if, if you recall, that Trump vilified uh, organiza- like, uh, associations like uh, Goldman Sachs as a Hillary sack trap, yet when he got elected, he had to take eight of them on. And so the idea of Trump being that anti-establishment candidate has turned out to be fiction. But now Sanders is running again as a Democrat because he has to or else he's not going to get on the debates. Mm -hmm, But at the same time here, at the same time here, it's going to be a tough road to hoe because he is going to he's going to he's going to face a backlash here, as will his followers again. But it's interesting to watch. It's interesting to watch America at this point, because really at this point, we do not have a functioning system of representative government. And that has helped bring the rise of people like Sanders on one side, Trump on the other. 
Okay, thank you very much, Mark. Really appreciate your call. We are still taking your calls, 212-209-2877. Do you think Bernie Sanders is the man to defeat Donald Trump, or is there another man or woman or woman that you think could do the job? Give us a call, 212-209-2877. WBAI, you're on the air. What's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Tito Delgado. And where are you calling from? Uh, 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 the Lower East Side in New York City. Great. So what do you think? Bernie Sanders, can he beat Donald Trump or somebody better for that job? Whether Bernie wins or not, we win. Because he's putting out there an ideology of, of uh, equality that no one else speaks to. And some of the Democrats are picking up on it. And that's a good thing. As far as Bernie, I think he really should get a young black woman to run as his running mate. Because we need to pull in the African-American vote in this country and the people of color. So um, I'm very excited about about Bernie running again. And I wanted to go to Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. However, I'm disabled and I'm not able to, but I'm listening to you guys, and that's why I love WBAI. I am uh, I'm very, very happy to hear that, and uh, I'm very glad that we could uh, bring this programming to you today and that you decided to come here. We know that there are a lot of different ways to get your news, so we very, very much appreciated it. So thank you very much for your call, and thanks for your thoughts. I hope I'm you will, uh, still keep feeling listening. the burn. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Delgado. Really appreciate bye, it. Bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. Uh, taking your calls here, I'm Celeste Katz. You're listening to WBAI 99.5 FM, New York, streaming live, WBAI.org. And we are getting in some more information about uh, what Bernie Sanders will be talking about today. As you saw from some of the previews we talked about a little bit earlier, uh, it's not a long speech, but he is expected to take a more personal tack. He talked a lot about ideas and plans and sort of white paper type stuff during his first campaign. Didn't really get as much into his biographical story. Didn't really maybe focus on... Uh, bringing people into his own life the way it was certainly very common to do, uh, especially in the last midterm elections. So maybe we'll see more of that. Do you think that's important? Do you think Bernie Sanders needs to connect with people beyond his ideas and, and sort of introduce himself to people as a man and not just as a candidate? Let us know. WBAI, you're on the air. What's your name and where are you calling from? Hi, this is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Where are you from? Westchester. Cool. So what's on your uh, what's on your mind today? What are you thinking about Bernie Sanders? So I love Bernie. I um, voted for Bernie last year or last election, mm -hmm. then went to Jill Stein. Um, heck, yeah, I think Bernie can, can beat um, Trump. Had the Democratic Party not tried to shove Hillary down everybody's throat until the point that we had to regurgitate her, then we would not have ended up with... Uh, with Donald Trump, that was a, um, that was an interesting an, an interesting image. I'm trying to get that out of my mind right now. Exactly what they did, and 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 Bernie came out again this year swinging. He hasn't missed the beat because he came out and he laid out exactly the things that matter: the people, poverty, jobs, health care. That's what he talked about. Kamala Harris. Oh, I'm going to make sure the Russians. 
don't meddle with our election. Like, anybody interested in that? You know, that's something that they do constantly. They meddle in, in, in each other's elections. The U.S. can look what the U.S. is doing in Venezuela. So that's not, that's like a non-issue. Cory Booker, he talked, I, I can't even remember what he said, what his points were. They're just so, just all, all rhetoric. Mm-hmm. But Bernie came out, he was hard-hitting. We're taking on the banks, we're taking on this, and exactly the things that we need to do. So, yeah, Bernie's the right person. And Elizabeth Warren, I, I loved her before, but ever since she didn't support Bernie and she didn't come out and maybe run with Bernie, I kind of, you know, I still like her, but I... I I don't see myself necessarily wanting to support her. Okay, thank you very much, Lisa. We really appreciate your call, and we really appreciate you listening. And another thing that we appreciate certainly here, got to say it, uh, we are in the middle of our winter pledge drive, and what we do appreciate is uh, your support. We would really appreciate your support. It takes uh, money to run all this programming. This is programming you will not get. This is not corporate corporate radio. This is not commercial radio. Uh, You can... Uh, if you subscribe to, um, if you pledge, excuse me, to WBAI, our number is 516-620-3602. That's 516-620-3602. We'd love to have a pledge of $25 or more. That's for a full year. And you get all the great programming here. Plus, you get some perks, including the cool tote bag. You can pick you can pick a, a treat, a tote bag, hat, uh, some of these prizes. I do have the tote bag, by the way, because I am what's called a BAI buddy, which means that I donate to the station with a recurring donation. Uh, do it in the name. You can do that in the name of a program, or you can just uh, do it in the name of the station. But uh, you just set aside a little money every month. It gets drawn uh, out of your credit card. No fuss, no muss, and you help keep us on the air. You help us get better equipment so we can bring you better sound, so we can invite our guests here to come into the studio and uh, enliven our programming here. Again, 516-620-3602. 516-620-3602. You can also go online, give to, that's the number two, wbai.org. Give to wbai.org. And you can even text WBAI on your smartphone to 41 44444. And we have more calls coming in. WBAI, you're on the air. What's your name and where you're from? My name's Doc from Jersey City. So, what do you think? Bernie Sanders, can he win it? Yes, I, was, uh, I supported Bernie in, two, in 2016. I think we, there was a lot, of, a lot of good perceptive analysis by the previous callers. The fact is that the, the, the country, what has to be emphasized, is the way that the the working class has been completely marginalized. The income inequality is disastrous, and they have to, Bernie has hammered away at that, and he should continue. The other issues that involve culture and identity are not unimportant, but they should not be on the front burner because that is exactly what what separates the working class. I deal with the working class every day in my family, okay? And I'm telling you that, that it almost seems that those people claim to be progressives who are doing this. I almost wonder if they're double agents in this in this regard. Double agents. Because, in other words, if they're really doing the work of the of the of the reactionaries, and not wanting to see this thing uh, and, and see pro- the progressive agenda forwarded. Okay. The point is, we have to get away from identity politics, and you still have people who progressive saying, "No, we we they need to be." They're not unimportant. Those issues. They are very important. But unless you have some economic security, and others unless you have. If you can live a decent life by working a, a decent job with decent wages, 
your voice is not going to mean anything. And so we have to support. Uh, I, I'm supporting Bernie again. I even love the fact that you got Tulsi Gabbard running. I'm wondering if that's just a tactic. I don't know. She may throw her support to Bernie down the line. In any case, if Bernie were to win, I'd be very upset if he didn't appoint the great, the great, great, great Ralph Nader as AG, as Attorney General. And finally, Wall Street will be wondering and maybe shaking in their boots. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you very much, Don, from Jersey City. It's uh, great to have you here on the program. We see that people are calling in from all over. We've had callers from uh, from the city, from Westchester, Jersey City. I think we had someone, yeah, from Norwalk, Connecticut earlier now. We really appreciate you calling in, and we are going to continue taking your calls right up until the rally begins. Bernie Sanders here at Brooklyn College in New York. But we'd also like to have some of you calling a different number, as we mentioned. If you are excited about Bernie Sanders, if you're excited about the fact that we are carrying this programming live, the entire program will be simulcast right here on WBAI, then please uh, help us out. Please show your support. Um, The number to call, again, 516-620-3602-516-620-3602. You can also go to Give2, that's the number 2, WBAI.org, or you can text WBAI to 41 444. So again, really do appreciate your support. There are a lot of people who volunteer here, who spend their time making this, uh, making this station work. This, uh, this, I can tell you from a personal standpoint, I've, I've been uh, lucky enough to host a lot of live events here. I'm, I've been on the radio. I usually do a program called Driving Forces. And if you want to, by the way, if you want to become a WBAI buddy and donate in the name of Driving Forces, I would appreciate that, as would, I'm sure, my co-host, Jeff Simmons. We're here every Thursday at 5, but 516-620-3602. If you like the kind of program that you get here on WBAI, please help us keep it going. This is not commercial radio. We don't get money from corporations. We don't get money from the government. We rely on you, our listeners, to help us keep all these programs on the air. And if you give us a call, 516-620-3602, we do have people standing by to help you out. I'm Celeste Katz, and you're listening to WBAI New York 99.5 FM and streaming live at WBAI.org. We do really need your help. It's only $25 a year to uh, to become a full member, uh, $10 or more a month to become a BAI buddy. This is the end of our winter fundraising drive. This is the final week, and we really need your help. And I know that you enjoy a lot of the programming here. He said, look, myself, but I'm not able to because I'm disabled. But the way he's able to connect to the politics and the events that he cares about is right here through WBAI. We can really use your help so that we can keep serving the public, non-commercial, non-corporate radio. Please give us a call, 516-620-3602. We're going to take some of your calls now here, but please consider calling. Again, please call our pledge line, 516-620-3602. 3602 whatever you can whatever you can share would be very very much appreciated WBAI you're on the air what's your name and where you're from Hello my name is John I'm from Staten Island New York Hi John so what's uh, uh what do you think about Bernie Sanders today uh, f- Fabulous fabulous uh I just want to uh, encourage the listeners to support BAI this is the only true a voice of truth left almost uh, in the, in the entire country, uh, and also 
we have to not we have to change the interpretation of the word socialism they, it, we have since the 1930s when FDR was forced by the power of the labor unions and the populist movement and with, with the unions and the socialists and the communists which led the union movement the the, the right has been bad-mouthing the word socialism 